Hello, and thank you for listening to our episode seven of our Mercy Church podcast, Basic, where we will be spending time this year learning about who God our Father is. When you are in a relationship with someone, and I hope you know God as your Father, if you don't, you can go to episode one of our podcast, Basic, called Made in His Image, where I will walk you through the steps in getting to know my Father as your own. Where was I? Oh, when you're in a relationship with someone, you spend time with them. You get to know them, which is what we are doing here. We are getting to know our Father. We are learning about Him, talking about Him, understanding Him. As you listen each week, I strongly advise you to take the scriptures out, write them down, pull out your Bible, and study them for yourselves. You should have your own understanding of who God is. You should have your own relationship with Him. You can't go off what I say or chance or your mom or dad or another expert or your spouse. You must know God for yourself. Walk with Him yourself. Talk with Him yourself. Study His Word. So far, we've been talking about the character of God the Father and His relationship with us, His children. Last week, we learned that God is spirit. And this week, we are going to dive a little bit deeper into the spiritual world and where he resides, heaven. So let's go ahead and get started. From heaven, the Lord looks down and sees all mankind. From his dwelling place, he watches all who live on earth. Psalm 33, 13 and 14. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Genesis 1, 1. Just as man is made up of both a physical and spiritual component, so is our world. When the Bible talks about the heavens, it can have three meanings. The first is the sky that brushes directly upon the earth. Humans travel to these heavens by airplane. Their clouds unleash storms upon us. They descend upon the earth in the form of fog. We can hear the peal of thunder and feel their winds dance upon our face. These heavens can wreak havoc with their hurricanes and tornadoes or bring life with nourishing sunshine and rain. In the 600th year of Noah's life, on the 17th day of the second month, On that day, all the springs of the great deep burst forth, and the floodgates of the heavens were opened, and rain fell on the earth forty days and forty nights. Genesis 7, 11, and 12. The second definition of heaven consists of the cosmos, the heavens holding the stars and planets and moons, places that are difficult to travel to, but not inhumanly possible for those at a short distance. We know that these places physically exist. Astronauts have stepped on the face of the moon. Scientists have built satellites that orbit distant planets, and our physical eyes can see the evidence of stars shining their light from millions of miles away. We live on a tangible planet, Earth. And when you look up to the sky and see the sun, the moon, and the stars, all the heavenly array, do not be enticed into bowing down to them and worshiping things the Lord your God has apportioned to all the nations under heaven. Deuteronomy 4.19 God is spirit, so he dwells in a spiritual place. There is no one like the God of Israel. He rides across the heavens to help you, across the skies in majestic splendor. Deuteronomy 3.26 The most commonly used meaning for heaven, the spiritual place where God resides, is often alluded to as the third heaven. Heaven is my throne and the earth is my footstool. What kind of house will you build for me, says the Lord, or what is the place of my rest? Acts 7.49 Even though God is spirit, he could still walk on this physical earth. Now the earth was formless and empty, darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. Genesis 2.1 God's primary place of residence is in the heavens. Then from heaven your dwelling place hear their prayer and their plea, and uphold their cause. 1 Kings 8.49 Along with the physical world, God created a spiritual world too. By the word of the Lord the heavens were made, and by the breath of His mouth all their host. Psalm 33.6 The spiritual world is where heaven is located. 
God rules both the heavens and the earth. I want you to swear by the Lord, the God of heaven and the God of earth, that you will not get a wife for my son from the daughters of the Canaanites, among whom I am living. Genesis 24, 3. The entirety of the heavens have always been a source of fascination for mankind. Man continuously longs to discover what exists above. The people in the city of Babel wanted to reach the heavens so that they would become like gods themselves. Now the whole earth had one language and one speech, and it came to pass, as they journeyed from the east, that they found a plain in the land of Shinar, and they dwelt there. They said to one another, Come, let us make bricks and bake them thoroughly. They had brick for stone, and they had asphalt for mortar, and they said, Come, let us build ourselves a city and a tower whose top is in the heavens. Let us make a name for ourselves, lest we be scattered abroad over the face of the whole earth. But the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the sons of men had built. And Lord said, Indeed, the people are one, and they have only one language, and this is what they begin to do. Now, nothing that they propose to do will be withheld from them. Come, let us go down and confuse their language, that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them abroad from there over the face of all the earth, and they ceased building that city. Therefore, its name is called Babel, because there the Lord confused the language of all the earth. And from there, the Lord scattered them abroad over the face of all the earth. Genesis 11, 1 through 9. The city of Babel resided in ancient Mesopotamia. The people of Babel were building a ziggurat, a multi-level staggered pyramid-style building. The Sumerians have ancient stories of a people group that existed with one language and culture until something unknown happened and people became all mixed up, speaking in different languages, and confusion ensued. They also had a superstition that if they built their ziggurats too high with the head in the clouds, that God would come down and the city would find itself abandoned. People have always been curious about heaven, but as it is written, what no eye has seen, nor ear heard, nor the heart of man imagined, what God has prepared for those who love him. 1 Corinthians 2.9 Several people in the Bible saw heaven. Jacob sees part of heaven in a dream. Meanwhile, Jacob left Beersheba and traveled toward Haran. At sundown, he arrived at a good place to set up camp and stop there for the night. Jacob found a stone to rest his head against and lay down to sleep. As he slept, he dreamed of a stairway that reached from the earth up to the heaven, and he saw the angels of God going up and down the stairway. At the top of the stairway stood the Lord, and he said, I am the Lord, the God of your grandfather Abraham and the God of your father Isaac. The ground you are lying on belongs to you. I am giving it to you and your descendants. Then Jacob awoke from his sleep and said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I wasn't even aware of it. But he was also afraid and said, What an awesome place this is. It is none other than the house of God, the very gateway to heaven. Genesis 28, 10-13, 16 and 17. Paul mentions getting a glimpse of heaven. This boasting will do no good, but I must go on. I will reluctantly tell about visions and revelations from the Lord. I was caught up to the third heaven 14 years ago. Whether I was in my body or out of my body, I don't know. Only God knows. Yes, only God knows whether I was in my body or outside my body. But I do know that I was caught up to paradise and heard things so astounding that they cannot be expressed in words, things no human is allowed to tell. 2 Corinthians 12, 1-4 In the book of Revelation, John is swept up into heaven and is given a detailed view of heaven and a preview of the end times. After these things, I looked and behold, a door standing open in heaven. And the first voice, which I heard was like a trumpet speaking with me saying, come up here. 
and I will show you things which must take place after this. Immediately I was in spirit, and behold, a throne set in heaven, and one set on the throne, and he who sat there was like jasper and a sardius stone in appearance, and there was a rainbow around the throne in appearance like an emerald. Around the throne were twenty-four thrones, and on the throne I saw twenty-four elders sitting, clothed in white robes, and they had crowns of gold on their heads, and from the throne proceeded lightnings and thunderings and voices. Seven lamps of fire were burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. Before the throne were on the sea of glass like crystal, and in the midst of the throne and around the throne were four living creatures full of eyes, in front and in back. The first living creature was like a lion. The second living creature was like a calf. The third living creature had a face like a man, and the fourth living creature was like a flying eagle. The four living creatures, each having six wings, were full of eyes around and within, and they do not rest day or night, saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Whenever the living creatures give glory and honor and thanks to him who sits on the throne, who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders fall down before him who sits on the throne and worships him who lives forever and ever and casts their crowns before the throne saying, you are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power for you created all things and by your will, they exist and were created. Revelation 4. John was taken in spirit to heaven. Heaven is a spiritual place. No person can physically enter heaven with a corporal body. Also, our bodies have been tainted by sin. No sin can enter into heaven. But nothing unclean will ever enter it, nor anyone who does what is detestable or false, but only those who are written in the Lamb's book of life. Revelation twenty one twenty seven. No pain or sickness or sadness or any bad thing exists in heaven. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain any more, for the former things have passed away. Revelation 21.4 Jesus came so that we could have the opportunity to go to heaven, a place without sickness, loss, or pain. The problem is that we cannot get to heaven on our own. Sin sentences us to death in our body, spirit, and soul. And do not fear those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Rather, fear him who can destroy both soul and body in hell. Matthew ten twenty eight. We cannot perform enough good deeds in our lifetime to make up for our sin. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. John eleven twenty five and 26. After Jesus died on the cross and rose again, he ascended into heaven. Jesus now lives in heaven with God. Now when he had spoken these things while they watched, he was taken up and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, who also said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, who was taken up from you into heavens, will so come in like manner as you saw him go into heaven. Acts 1, 9-11 Jesus tells us that he goes ahead of us to heaven, where he will prepare a place for us. My Father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that I am going there to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you may also be where I am. Acts 14, 2 and 3. It is important to understand what Jesus says to the thief next to him on the cross. One of the criminals who hung there hurled insults at him. Aren't you the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other criminal rebuked him. 
Don't you fear God, he said, since you are under the same sentence? We are punished justly, for we are getting what our deeds deserve. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus answered him, Truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. Luke twenty-three thirty-nine through 43 Look closely at the passage. The other criminal admitted that he had sinned and acknowledged Jesus as the Son of God. Jesus told the thief that he would be in heaven with him that very day. The thief has been forgiven of his sins and saved from spiritual death. Jesus gave him eternal life. Until Jesus died on the cross, no person had yet ascended to heaven. No one has ever gone into heaven except the one who came from heaven, the Son of Man, John 3.13. At the very moment that Jesus made his sacrifice for our sins was the first time that any of God's children entered into heaven. And Jesus cried out again with a loud, agonized voice and gave up his spirit voluntarily, sovereignly, dismissing and releasing his spirit from his body in submission to his father's plans. And at once the veil of the Holy of Holies of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth shook and the rocks were split apart. The tombs were opened and many bodies of the saints, God's people, who had fallen asleep in death, were raised to life. And coming out of the tombs after his resurrection, they entered the holy city, Jerusalem, and appeared to many people. Matthew twenty-seven fifty and through 53. Let's look at the disciple Stephen. Stephen is one of the first new disciples chosen and added by the 12 disciples after Jesus ascended into heaven. Stephen was known to be full of the Holy Spirit. He performed many miracles and spoke out against the religious people. When the members of the Sanhedrin heard this, they were furious and gnashed their teeth at him. But Stephen, full of the Holy Spirit, looked up to heaven and saw the glory of God. And Jesus standing at the right hand of God, look, he said, I see heaven opened and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. At this, they covered their ears and yelling at the top of their voices, they all rushed at him, dragged him out of the city and began to stone him. Meanwhile, the witnesses laid their coats at the feet of a young man named Saul. While they were stoning him, Stephen prayed, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Then he fell on his knees and cried out, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. When he had said this, he fell asleep. Acts seven fifty four through 60. Stephen's spirit immediately went into the arms of God upon his death. Thanks to sin, one day these temporary bodies will fade away. But if we place our faith in Jesus Christ, our spirits and souls will not die. They will return to God. For then the dust will return to the earth and the spirit will return to God who gave it. Ecclesiastes 12.7 When our physical bodies die, our spirits return to God with our souls. Upon return to God, our spirits and souls will face judgment. If we make Jesus the Lord of our lives, then we will have eternal life living with our Father in heaven. But if we do not choose him, then we get sentenced to second death, death of the body and soul in hell. And God will provide rest for you who are being persecuted and also for us when the Lord Jesus appears from heaven. He will come with his mighty angels in flaming fire, bringing judgment on those who do not know God and on those who refuse to obey the good news of our Lord Jesus. They will be punished with eternal destruction, forever separated from the Lord and from his glorious power. When he comes on that day, he will receive glory from his holy people, praise from all who believe, and this includes you, for you believed what we told you about him. 2 Thessalonians 1, 7-10 Heaven is where judgment will take place. Then I saw a great white throne and him who was seated on it. 
From his presence, earth and sky fled away, and no place was found for them. And I saw the dead, great and small, standing before the throne, and books were opened. Then another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged by what was written in the books, according to what they had done. And the sea gave up the dead who were in it. Death and Hades gave up the dead who were in them. And they were judged, each of them according to what they had done. Then death and Hades were thrown into the lake of fire. This is the second death, the lake of fire. And if anyone's name was not found written in the book of life, he was thrown into the lake of fire. Revelations twenty eleven through 15 Jesus tells us that if we remain steadfast to our faith, our names will be in the book of life. The book of life is God's heavenly book that lists the names of the saints. The one who conquers will be clothed thus in white garments, and I will never blot his name out of the book of life. I will confess his name before my father and before his angels. Revelation 3, 5. Saints are people who kept their faith all the way to the end of their lives. All of the people of faith died still believing what God had promised them. They did not receive what was promised, but they saw it all from a distance and welcomed it. They agreed that they were foreigners and nomads here on earth. Obviously, people who say such things are looking forward to a country they can call their own. If they had longed for the country they came from, they could have gone back. But they were looking for a better place, a heavenly homeland. That is why God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. Hebrews eleven thirteen through 16 One day Jesus will return for those of us who still live and take us to heaven with him. But we do not want you to be uninformed, brothers, about those who are asleep, that you may not grieve as others do who have no hope. For since we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so, through Jesus, God will be bringing with him those who have fallen asleep. For this we declare to you by word from the Lord, that we who are alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord, will not descend from heaven with a cry of command, with the voice of an archangel, and with the sound of the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive, who are left, will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will always be with the Lord. 1 Thessalonians four thirteen through 18. As Christians, we no longer belong to this world. For our citizenship is in heaven, from which we also eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Philippians three twenty. We shouldn't waste our time on this earth. Jesus could return at any moment. Do not lay for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal for where your treasure is there your heart will be also Matthew 6:19 through 21 As God's children one day we will receive our inheritance from our father praise be to the God and father of our Lord Jesus Christ in his great mercy he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that can never perish, spoil, or fade. This inheritance is kept in heaven for you. 1 Peter 1, 3, and 4. Our inheritance is guaranteed and stored for us in heaven. And he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding from the throne of God and of the Lamb. In the middle of its street and on either side of the river was the tree of life, which bore twelve fruits each tree yielding its fruits each month. The leaves of the tree were for healing of the nations, and there shall be no more curse, but the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it, and his servants shall serve him. They shall see his face, and his name shall be on their foreheads. 
There shall be no night there. They need no lamp nor light of sun. For the Lord God gives them light, and they shall reign forever and ever. Revelation 22, 1-5 through Not only does God allow His children to come live with Him in heaven for eternity, but He will create for them new perfect bodies. For we know that if the earthly tent, our physical body, which is our house, is torn down through death, we have a building from God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. For indeed in this house we groan, longing to be clothed with our immortal, eternal, celestial dwelling, so that by putting it on we will not be found naked. For while we are in this tent, we groan, being burdened, often weighed down, oppressed, not that we want to be unclothed, separated by death from the body, but to be clothed, so that what is mortal, the body, will be swallowed up by life after the resurrection. 2 Corinthians 5, 1-4 He will also create a new heaven and earth. But according to His promise, we are waiting for new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. 2 Peter three thirteen. John describes what it will look like. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them, and they will be his people. And God himself will be with them as their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain any more. For the former things have passed away. And he who was seated on the throne said, Behold, I am making all things new. Also he said, Write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. Revelation 21, 1-5. He continues, And the twelve gates with twelve pearls, each of the gates made of a single pearl. And the street of the city was pure gold, transparent as glass. And I saw no temple in the city, for its temple is the Lord God, the Almighty, and the Lamb. And the city has no need of sun or moon to shine on it, for the glory of God gives it light, and its lamp is the Lamb. By its light will the nations walk, and the kings of the earth will bring their glory into it, and its gates will never be shut by day, and there will be no night there. Revelation twenty one twenty five. When you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that he rose from the dead, you become selected and saved to the church of God in Corinth, to those sanctified, set apart, made holy in Christ Jesus, who are selected and called as saints, God's people, together with all those who in every place call on and honor the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, their Lord and ours. 1 Corinthians 1, 2. Your name is written in the Lamb's, Jesus's, book of life. Let them be blotted out of the book of the living. Let them not be enrolled among the righteous. Psalm sixty nine twenty eight. Once we are saved, we must hold fast to our faith throughout the rest of our lives. Let us seize and hold tightly the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is reliable and trustworthy and faithful to his word. Hebrews ten twenty three. The word of God tells us we will have hard times as his children. I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. John sixteen thirty three. One day we will go home, for here we have no lasting city, but we seek the city that is to come. Hebrews thirteen fourteen. And we will receive our reward. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches, to the one who conquers, I will grant to eat the tree of life, which is in the paradise of God. Revelation 2.7 Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, who dwells in heavenly places, 
You reign above it all. Thank you for choosing me, for creating a home for me and a way for me to live forever. Thank you for giving me eternal life and selecting me and creating me before the world began. Help me to hold fast to my faith all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to our basic devotional. If you want to find out more about Mercy Church, you can go to our website, www.wearemercy.church, or you can also find us on social media under Mercy Church Greeley. We love you, Mercy Church family, and we hope that you have a wonderful week.